Michelangelo Signorelli on Sirius XM. Welcome back. I'm Michelangelo Cedarelli on Sirius XM Progress 127. Harvey Firestein is such a great friend of this show, calls uh, all the time, listens to the show uh, all the time, and is somebody who sounded the alarm in recent days regarding what was happening in Russia, what has been happening in Russia, this horrific um, crackdown on LGBT people through laws, through violence, the police, the Olympics coming, uh, and a lot of people saying nothing about it. Harvey wrote an op-ed piece in the New York Times, and, well, we've all been talking about that since. Now boycotts uh, the Olympics and Stoli Vodka and lots of attention on it. He joins me now to talk all about that and everything else. Hi, Harvey. I love what you've done to 127. Look how you've redecorated the whole place. <laughs> you had a couple of gay men in there, and the whole place is happier and prettier. Uh, so this is truly um, uh, amazing now, seeing all of the support of activists uh, across the country focused on what's happening in, in Russia. And I saw for you... It was really like you were just getting angrier and angrier on your Facebook page. It was building. <laughs> and I'm still getting angrier and angrier. Um, you, you know, well, first of all, I have to thank you because it's listening to your show that I heard a lesbian interviewed, um, a Russian lesbian interviewed. And when I got, and after I heard that interview, I then went and started doing my Google searching to see what, what was uh-huh. exactly going on. So, so really my awareness started with your show and I, you know, and if you know my, my Twitter and my Facebook, I always tell people to tune into you because uh, you ch- do try and keep us up to date. Um, so that's how it began for me. But when I saw what was going on, I saw this was an actual movement on Putin's part to, um, to shore up the, uh, the, his right wing. Uh, we were being used as scapegoats again. And knowing what else is going on in the world, it seemed to me a very good opportunity for us as a community to say, you know what, boys, time to stop fucking with us. Time to stop saying, to stop making money. Time for churches to stop making money um, by demonizing us. It's time for politicians to stop make, raising money by demonizing us. It's time to make the gay community too dangerous to do that to. Um, Russia happens to be a great place to do it because Putin is, as I call him, Rat Putin. He is such an out-and-out villain. It's very easy to see him as a villain. You know, it's a little easier to see him as a villain than some of the others who would who would take us down and who would use us for for their own political or monetary gains. But um, but I think there's an entire movement here uh, that I, and, I, and an opportunity to say. The gay community is no longer available to be your scapegoat. Yeah, and, you know, there really is a connection now, I think, um, this community all across the world now. Uh, you know, we've yeah, gotten well, a lot done. That's why the Olympics is great. It yeah. is worldwide. We've gotten a lot done in this country. We have the resources. The Internet connects us. Um, it, it was an interview with Masha Gessen, uh, you heard. Right, uh, a exactly. lesbian 
mom in, in Russia who's a journalist as well, and she was attacked at a protest uh, by opposition, and, and she's worried about her kids too because they're talking about, and you mentioned this, and nobody's talking about yeah. this this law. She brought it up, this law that they may pass that will actually take right. the kids away from parents who are gay. And now, and, and, you know, and, you, and we just made a really important point that I want people to hear and understand. By her exposing that law about to happen, by my writing about it, by the New York Times printing it, by us talking about it, that law has yet to be signed. We don't know if we're going to hold that law back just by embarrassing them out of it. And that sometimes is the best thing you can do. You know, you don't always know what effect you're having. You know, there's a lot of people, uh, I think you might have seen on my Facebook page especially, a lot of people saying, well, we can't, we can't do this, we can't do that, we can't do this. You can do everything. You don't necessarily see the result right away. Right. It's, and it's not necessary to. It has to. We have to create an environment where we become too dangerous to mess with. Uh, Stolichnaya is, is a great uh, uh, example. There is, Cleve Jones had written to me saying, what do we do? Of course, the fabulous, great Cleve Jones who created the Names Project. And he said, what do we do? And I said, Cleve, you know, I'm just a big mouth. You're an actual organizer. You tell me what to do. I'm, you know, I'll follow you. And he's, he's the one who really spearheaded the beginnings of this uh, Stolichnaya uh, ban in, in bars. The owner of Solzhenitsyn, I think it's... We, we just had him on... We had the CEO on the show yesterday. Right, but the actual owner is one person. I mean, he, he's a multi-gajillionaire. And, um, and, and, they, and they're taking the position that they're not a Russian vodka. That's what he said. Their, because they have their offices elsewhere. But they still make all of their alcohol in Russia, as far as I know. Well, he, he said that they Russia. they make their alcohol in Russia, but exactly. they but they that make it into vodka. Not. But they make it into vodka in Lof, Latvia. Yes, and you know what that means? <laughs> that means they mix it with they water it down. But what they he um what he said yet in Russia it is Russian alcohol, and his argument with the Russian government, you know, because that's what they love saying that, that right. oh, well we're fighting with the same people you are. They're fighting over what percentage to pay the government. They're not fighting over anything else. They're fighting over the Well, they want to get control of Stoli. But he said yesterday on the show that they're now going to give money to uh, help, to try to help uh, Russian activists within the country. Did he say who? Did he, he didn't say, say the group yet. To? They're going to announce that in the next few days. Okay. Well, I, listen, I hope they do. And, and, but, but if we could get I them love, to help us, that's a good thing. Exactly. But what I love is that we scared the shit out of them. And scared it's brought enormous attention around the and world. It brought a, and exactly. And if we, I just put a list of all the sponsors of the Olympics up. If we could scare the shit out of all those sponsors, they don't fuck with us so fast. Now, did you they, see the piece that I wrote on Huffington Post where I listed five other American targets that are investing in Russia? I'm going to send that yes. to you. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw it. I saw yeah. that too. But I put. I actually went to the to the uh, Olympic site and took down their list of sponsors and and uh, contributors and just put that up on my page. Um, but the point is, we. Anything we do is great. 
any action we do, what will be the best action? Will it be? I, I really highly doubt that we're going to um, get America to stay out of the games over this. But do we organize all of the countries to, to wear um, um, ribbons, you know, uh, rainbow ribbons? Do we make some sort of protest there? I don't know what it is we do, but let's do it with... Well, what do you say? You've been getting a lot of criticism, I'm sure, on the Olympics uh, boycott, because there are a lot of people who say, oh, it's it's the athletes. They've been been training for years, and gay athletes are among them, and it's their big chance. Right. Well, so so just imagine... I mean, I, I really, truly hope this doesn't happen. But just imagine that our athletes go to Russia and a few get arrested. And it, and it, and it changes the games. Yeah. The games are thrown. I mean, it then turns into an international incident. It's, it's not a pretty picture. I don't think, like I said, I don't think we can really pull off uh, an Olympic boycott or whether that's really a good idea. I know... I know from history that we should have boycotted in 39, you know, when the Nazis were in power. You don't do any... Listen, politicians don't change unless you empty their pocketbooks. Yeah, and... We know that. And the Olympics are used by the host country to really enhance their stature and get investment. And, you know, all these companies are investing money in Russia. Billions, billions of dollars pouring into Russia. Uh, Putin doesn't care that he pisses off the West. He loves that we pisses off the West. He doesn't care that he pisses off gays. He loves that he pisses off gays. That's that's his power. That's that's his right wing constituency. You know, um, was it Milanov this morning wrote a piece that one of the guys who wrote these anti-gay laws said, I've been speaking to, to American politicians and they love what we're doing. They think we're doing great. I've been speaking to German politicians. They love what we're doing. We have to make it dangerous. We have to make it bad for them to love what they're doing. I mean, I assume you've been talking about the Pope and how oh, all of yeah. sudden his, his language has changed a little bit. Oh, his, yeah. You know, if it becomes dangerous, if it becomes non-profitable to bash us, then they will stop bashing. Now, we have to also get... Um, you know, Hillary Clinton has been promoting investment in Russia and the idea that if companies invest, it'll become a more open place. We have to put pressure on politicians, too. Yes, absolutely. But the way that you put pressure on politicians, politicians are the easiest ones to put pressure on them. Take away the money. They all, they all, that's all they run on is money. They <laughs> run, politicians run on money. Cars run on gasoline. Politicians run on money. They do not run on ideas. They do not run on ideals. They have to run for office. They run on money. Make it, you know, to take away their their money, and and all of a sudden they're with us. Now Hillary made that brilliant speech last year uh, about That's gay right. rights and uh, being two thousand eleven. Yeah. Now she needs to back that up. You wrote that op-ed piece, uh, and it was yeah. amazing. Within a couple of days, the New York Times editorial page then did an editorial: Putin's war on gays. Right. Pretty amazing that it was, that you know what's funny was they held it for I want to say they had definitely held it over a weekend they published it on Monday I think they held it from Tuesday I think they I think I wrote it on a Tuesday they held it Wednesday Thursday Friday Saturday Sunday and finally published it on Monday 
because <laughs> I, anyway, I was really thrilled that the New York Times did because the New York Times is the New York Times, and nothing has quite that power um, uh, as the New York Times. And and of course, it's only been what now it's now it's eight days since it was published, and and people seem to be aware of what's going on. Um, but if you read the stuff that people write to me, I mean, I actually I get a lot of emails from Russians saying I hate gays. You know, we all hate gays here. That's our attitude. That's who we are. You're not going to change us. Well, we are going to change you. We're going to make it very, very uncomfortable to hate gays. We're going to do it by, first of all, having your family members come out so you realize you don't really hate gays because you don't hate the people you love. And and we're going to do it by making it um, um, not not something you can now, say out loud. I, I, I want to ask you this as a performer, uh, an entertainer, a writer, somebody in the entertainment business. Right. Um, the... There have been stories now about Hollywood stars going to Moscow to promote their films. Should they not go? Should they go and say something? What should they do? Tell, you can't tell anybody what to do. Like I said, I, the thing I don't tell anybody is don't do something. I say do something positive. Don't tell somebody else not to do something. Just tell them to do something positive. So I would hope if somebody's going to Russia um, that they will go with a great big uh, rainbow flag, that they will go and say, I am here, um, and I want to say hello to all of my gay fans in Russia. You, you know, you must open your mouth. You must challenge hatred. You must constantly challenge the power. It will become uh, either the law has no teeth, which is what I really believe. I really believe they're not going to start arresting every person in the streets if people do that. So I think the laws just become toothless. I mean, look at the look at the look at how already some Russian politicians are going. Oh well, it's still legal to be gay in Russia. You're just not supposed to talk about it in front of children. You know, they're, they're already trying to soften what it is. Oh, yeah. I saw an article in one of the conservative websites. I think it was the Daily Caller, and it was written by a, a Russian conservative who said, I don't understand any of this. I was just walking on the street, and I saw three men in dresses, and, and, and nobody bothered them. <laughs> that was his argument for why this law is okay. And somebody needs to tell him that 90% of transvestites are heterosexual. <laughs> right. So the, As you said when you came dresses. on to talk about kinky boots, right? Right. And, I, and, 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 and once again, somebody needs to say those three men that he saw in dresses probably were straight. So let's not confuse things. Here. <laughs> <laughs> what are you and up which, to? You know, you know, of course, you know, if you want to make the terrible joke, you say, and those Russian women are ugly. But no, you, you, know, you just get into, get into silly stuff then when you, when you start saying, are you sure those were women? Are you sure those were men? Um, so anyway, I, that's what I want to say. Uh, you know, I, I, I just want to say to your readers, keep getting, uh, to your listeners, keep getting ideas of what to do. Um, keep uh, uh, putting it out there, what to do. Make sure all of your friends know what's going on um, and take some positive action, whether it's a boycott, whether it's you just, you know, you, you, uh, you're going to, there are, there are, um, what do you call those things? Uh, petitions to sign. There's a there's one petition to take away the visas from the two gentlemen who wrote uh, those laws, because supposedly they spent a lot of time in America. So take away their visa and don't allow them to come to America. That when when that things like that happen, they shut up too. 
Absolutely. Uh, what are you um, doing right now? What are you up to? Seems like you're you're on a little break or something and doing politics. Well, well, well kinky boots is, and well, you know, you can't take a break from politics because politics is human beings and human beings is important. Um, uh, you know, kinky boots is, is up and running and is a huge hit, and we're, we're thrilled with that, and we're thrilled with the message that brings daily. Um, Newsies is is in its second year running on Broadway. I have a new play. Um, which is going to be done at the Manhattan Theater Club. We start rehearsal in February. I've got a bunch of writing that I'm doing. I'm trying to spend some pool time and some downtime. You know, I can't complain. Life is really, <laughs> really, 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 really wonderful. Yeah, it's just so, been extraordinary to watch everything you've and done. And are you having a good time over at 127, my we darling? We love it. This is our second week on the new channel. Uh, we right. moved uh, last week in the beginning of the week. We're with a great lineup here, uh, a great audience, and a lot of our audience. I hope all of our audience came with us uh, and is listening from Al Q2. We're just down the oh. dial a little bit. Right, down the dial a little bit. And you, and, Up and, the and dial. And it's, and, it's, and it's a nice neighborhood. That's right. And, uh, and what do you? Well, what do you? I mean, what is your? What what action would you say we should take? Well, what do you think the most positive thing we could do is? I think everything that's happened so far has been just phenomenal in terms of getting attention. You know, and I right. think the Stoli boycott does attention. The Olympics is like a magnet for attention. Use it for all you can get. But right. now we need to go after those American multinational companies that are building Russia. They're building that country. That country needs them. They're paving the roads. They are building the buildings, and they are selling products all across Russia. And they're American companies that, that respond to pressure here. You know, Procter right. & Gamble is the biggest advertiser on Russian TV. Oh, is it really? Mm -hmm. Well, then, then you know, then we need to start coming up with plans there. Yeah. Because some of those companies actually do have very good policies here in America yeah. as, as far as our community goes. But we have to make sure that those policies, that they make a statement and say, we will not do business with a country. Just like Russia said, we will not adopt children to any country that has gay marriage. We, Procter & Gamble and say, we will not do business with any country that doesn't have gay marriage. Yeah. You know, it, you just reverse it. You just make it uncomfortable to do business. Because, like I said, it's really... that I've never met a politician that couldn't be bought. And, I, you know, and I'm not talking about bought with money under the table. I'm talking about contributions to their campaign. They have got to run on money. That's how it is. We just... I just got back from D.C. We were... Um, um, uh, you, you, uh, you were speaking lobbying. before Congress. You were testifying. I, yes, we, I was lobbying for uh, because they're going to uh, they are going to auction off uh, frequencies, radio frequencies, um, and and our Broadway, um, all the sports arenas, all the churches, mega churches, all uh, colleges. We all use wireless microphones. They want to auction this stuff off to companies that would then not, we would not have these airways. These are American airways. These are free airways. They want to auction them off to pay off some debt. It's, it's an absurd wow. position. They're going to do it. They're going to do it. We just are trying to get them to hold some back to give us some safe haven for, for what we need in order to, to do business in America. Yeah. So, 
But yes. I don't. I, I really thought we weren't being listened to. We had meetings. We spoke to Congress people. We had meetings. We had hearings. We everyone was very nice to us. And I don't think they listened to us. Uh, they they don't. They they just follow the money. Absolutely true. Follow the money. So then we're gonna make them follow the money. That's it. Exactly. Exactly. Harvey, anyway, yes. you you keep fighting the war. You and too. I'm, uh, I'm right out there with you. Oh, absolutely. Right. Harvey, right, thank I you so you. much. Love you too. Thanks for coming Take good on. Care. Harvey Firestein, the great Harvey Firestein. We're back in a few minutes. Michelangelo Signorelli on Sirius XM.